It's August 16, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest lives in a house once occupied by Madonna. Apparently, he's one hell of a Greek dancer, and he aspires to be featured in a portrait in the George Costanza pose. He is the host of the Matt Men podcast. His name is Andrew Zarian. Andrew, how are you, man? Dude, I'm, I, I got to tell you. Every one of those things that you said is 100% accurate. 100% true. Hun no, uh, legitimately 100% <laughs> true. Legitimately 100% true. Dude, I'm glad I'm here. You uh, you know, you, you messaged me on Twitter, and, uh, and we tried to do this last week. Things kind of <laughs> fell apart on my end. But, uh, dude, thank you so much for having me. No worries. No worries. You know, we were talking off the air about how I'm meeting somebody that I know but I don't know, and I'm meeting them for the first time every time we do this podcast. I love it. So that is an awesome thing, and uh, I think that you are going to love some of these stories, and I think that you and I are going to be able to spitball here, I think. I love so it. This is going to be a lot of fun. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk the KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'm going to ask you questions along the way. Every single week I do this, it never ceases to amaze me just how much stupid shit is going on in the world <laughs> and i vet this stuff like i make sure this surprised. stuff is you're still surprised uh, i guess i'm not so i'm surprised by the volume yeah that's what it is because i have to try to whittle it down to seven every week from like 20 you know what i mean <laughs> so that surprises me let's go with story number seven reported by the new york post so there's a woman on tiktok her name is hazy's mom 22 and she was at Disney World with her family and they were doing the themed rides, you know, like Peter Pan and Jungle Land and all of that. She ran into a problem, though. Andrew Zarian, what happened? Oh, she ran into a problem. Um, discovered that her husband's goofy at Disney. <laughs> Excellent answer. A boat ahead of her on the It's a Small World ride started to sink causing her to get stuck for over an hour waiting for her to get fixed. And they played the song the entire time. We got did. the video from her TikTok at Hazy's Mom 22. Joel, put that up. No audio on this so I could talk over it. So there she is. She's just sitting there. The other one ahead of her there is kind of sinking a little bit. They're waiting for someone to come along to try to fix the thing. Can you imagine over an hour? It's a small world after. For over an hour. Over and over and over again. You know what it reminded me of? Are you a Simpsons fan at all? I am, yeah. You know the episode when, when Homer and Marge, they go to TGI Miscratchies, and it's New Year's Eve all the time, and Marge is like excited, and she says to the waiter, how wonderful it must be that you get to celebrate New Year's Eve over and over, and the waiter looks at her and he says, please kill me. <laughs> That's what this reminds me of. You, you know, know what I mean? Funny? I mean, what a what a traumatic experience, right? Like you could never <laughs> listen to that song again. Never it's good. It, it's going to trigger something in your mind every yes. time it happens. And not just the music, the dolls, all those dolls all over the place. The animatronics. Know? Yeah. Like if, if there's kids on the boat, like you said, they're having nightmares. These kids. Is that you know, the Simpsons episode? Is that the Simpsons episode where they had a like um they had uh, one of the, I guess, rides was that you had to walk through landmines or something. I remember that as a kid. Might have been. I don't remember. I don't remember. I just remember that poor waiter. You know? <laughs> that poor just killed me. I don't want to live here anymore. <laughs> so here is my question for you. Do you have any memorable stories that have to do with a long wait? Maybe it's a wait at the airport or at the restaurant or in traffic. Any memorable stories pertaining to a long wait? Yeah, I got, I got a great uh, Disney one. Oh, yeah. I got a great Disney story. Uh, this was a common 
thing in my in my uh, summer vacations as a child. My father would decide at one point midweek we're going to drive to Florida. We didn't plan for this trip. We we're, were driving down to Florida. And one time he decided we're going to Disney. So we said, okay. We went. We drove down to Florida 16 hours straight. This man doesn't stop. Yeah. Going. We get. We check in. Whatever. The next day or the following day, whatever. We're going to Disney. We get to Disney. And we wait in one line. An hour 45. We do the ride. My father says, all right, everybody. Time to go back up. <laughs> and we're like, all really? right. We get in the car. and We go back up to New York. Are you kidding me? Swear to God. Swear one to God. ride? And one ride. One ride. He's like, I can't do this. It was the middle of August. He, he decided wow. that it's the best time to go to Orlando is the middle of August. Right. He couldn't do, do it anymore. He's like, I got it. We got to go. He had a whole breakdown. We got in the car. We're like, all right. We came back up to New York. We were wow. in Florida probably less than three days. That's amazing. That's <laughs> Unbelievable. Amazing. You know, they make these express passes now, and so you can actually bypass the line. Yeah, now. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, now. But I guess back then they probably didn't, right? No, so I don't think they did. in line for hours. It, it, you know what? How, how do people do that? You know, like you're going and think about it. Like that's miserable. You know, oh, yeah. you're waiting there for like, think about that woman. She probably waited online to get on that, to get on that ride with yep. the family. Yep. The boat is sinking. Now she's stuck. And that takes up like an hour and a half. She's done. Yep. She's finished after that. She doesn't want to yep. do anything else. You're right. Probably left and then headed back to the hotel. Yeah. I would have hoped right. my boat was, I would have just wished it sunk, sunk and just <laughs> saved me through the, the, the pain. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to story number six reported by the Daily Mail. So there's a 21 year old woman from Sydney, Australia. Her name is Jessie Carr. We got a picture of her. Put up that picture of Jessie Carr. There she is there, pretty girl. Okay. She underwent a cosmetic procedure called Fox Eye, which is like an eyebrow lift inspired okay. by celebrities by Bella Hadid. I guess this is a thing now. I don't know. And this girl, Jessie Carr, she decided to do this uh, Fox Eye eyebrow lift, but there was an unusual side effect. Andrew, what do you think that side effect was? <sighs> Do you know who the cat lady is in New York? The uh, 80s, in the 80s think, and 90s. I think I know what you're talking about. She got herself looking like a cat. Looking right? like a cat. Yeah. yeah. I would I would imagine something like that happened where she went in there looking, well, trying to look like a fox and she came out looking like a cat. Uh, I think she might have ended up looking more like a bull because she grew horns. <laughs> oh, my we've, God. We've got video from Jam Press. Show. Put that up. Look Holy at that. Man. Somehow, some way, she ended up with protrusions on her forehead that resembled horns. She called it her biggest regret. Gee, I think that's what she called it. And on top of that, as if the horns weren't bad enough, the procedure also made her forehead blow up as if she'd gone five rounds with Amanda Nunes. Do you have that um, picture, Joel? Look at mother. that. Look at that. And, you know, the one thing I don't understand, because you hear stories like this a fair bit. And the one thing I don't understand that is a beautiful girl. Like, yeah. why does she feel the need to approve upon what she already has? Like, explain to me why that makes any sense. Why do girls do this? It, it is a, it is just peer pressure from social media, peer, a lot. Listen, sometimes people just want to do something and it makes themselves feel better. Right. And that's cool. But I, a lot of this is peer pressure from social media and influencers. And I mean, this woman is transcended into an alien. At this point, uh, <laughs> yes. I mean, she really looks like the Grays. You know, she's about to show up. Uh, it's isn't that crazy? I mean, I just read a story about this woman went in for a BBL, a Brazilian butt lift, uh -huh. in the Bronx. Okay, okay, yeah. Went to a hole in a wall place, paid seven thousand dollars for a twenty five thousand dollars surgery, and mm -hmm. like 
the whole rear end rotted out. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, isn't why? But why? I don't I don't I mean, the one thing I did question with this girl because she's 21 and she's got an Instagram account and stuff. I wonder if she did it strictly to try to go viral. You know what I mean? Because mm. if she did, it worked. I mean, we're talking about it. it. It was it was reported all over the place. So maybe that's uh, maybe that's the reason that she did it. I'm looking know? at the story. And the thing is, it's not even a permanent procedure. You pay two thousand dollars. It's supposed to last you up to two years. Right, 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 right. I don't know, man. Well, here's my question for you on this one. Have you ever done something expecting a specific outcome, but you ended up with a completely different outcome? Like yeah, I maybe... started playing basketball. Okay, explain, I, explain. I, I thought I was going to play for St. John's University and, and become an NBA star when I was 14 years old. I'm not even kidding you. Really? And then I went to high school and I tried out for the high school team and I realized five foot nine is not the best height for a forward. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so were you were you done? Were you done with the team after the first year? You know what's funny? I, I played I played like a ton of basketball until I was like 17 years old. And then oh. like I love doing it. And then like one day I was like, okay, I like playing. It's fine. But like I actually thought I was gonna go to play for St. John's and I was like a really good player because I was a good player, you know, mm -hmm. amongst uh, you know, the the white kids in my neighborhood that are all, and I was the tallest guy. I'm five uh -huh. foot nine and fourteen years old. These kids are five feet two. I'm dominating them. I'm like Shaq. And and then I went to high school and I realized, you know, like, man, these kids are like six, four <laughs> and they're playing point guard. They're playing shooting guard. I had there was no they had no need for me. <laughs> I could shoot. I could I could claim that I shot 95 percent from the free free throw line. All I want. They had zero need for me. Uh, you know, that's just one of those moments. of like, OK, I wasted a lot of time on this. I mean, it was fun and everything, but I had a whole different outcome for me. Uh, interesting. You hear stories like that too, where like the star player in high school, they go to college and now they're, the team is loaded with star players and they're not the star player anymore. It happens you know a I mean? ton. It happens yeah, a ton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The pandemic was one of those. I had very different expectations for uh, 2020. Really? Yeah. What were your expectations prior to the pandemic? Uh, I had, uh, well, prior to the pandemic, I had actually, I had started a new company where I was consulting a lot of these, a lot of doctors. Uh, I work in the, in a little bit in, in the hair loss field, uh, -huh. uh talking about medicine, right? Talking about cosmetics. Uh, I, I was consulting on their ethical marketing because things like this constantly, I mean, this story is actually perfect because it kind of fits into what I do. Like these are the viral stuff that go on and then a lot of people get influenced by it. And I think it's unethical when plastic surgeons are doing like, you know, uh, celebrity comparisons like want to butt like whoever or right. want want to face like whoever i think that's so unethical because you're you're never going to be able to provide them with that it's right. impossible it's nearly impossible right uh and and you're setting people up for a very un uh, un unrealistic expectation so i was helping these people these these brands and these doctors like hey listen let's be a little bit more ethical on how we're doing this and be a little bit more honest and it'll go go farther for you I had signed up a bunch of these guys, uh, you know, guys, girls, whatever, the doctors and the companies. And then the pandemic happened and I had to not do any of it, obviously, because they weren't operating. You couldn't yeah. do anything. So that was a little bit of a twist. But I, that's life. You know, I'm like this. I, I never I never grew horns. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> uh, not yet. Knock on wood. Hasn't happened yet. Not and, yet. And, and, and at least the pandemic, I mean, you know, there's a lot of girls that, uh, you know, didn't get to look like Kim Kardashian, I guess. It's know? gone, by the way. That that Kim Kardashian butt is out, I've been told. Oh, is it? Is it, it is over for that Kim Kardashian butt. <laughs> oh, man. Well, her 15 minutes has stretched like 10 years. Or maybe Unbelievable. 20, what a so. brand. All right, let's go on to story number five, reported by thedrive.com. This is a good one, too. So Toyota, they make an affordable, lightweight sports car called the GR86. 
And here's a pic of the 22 uh, model of the Toyota GR86. Look at that thing right there. Now, with your purchase of that car, Toyota was offering a complimentary one-year membership in the National Auto Sports Association and a complimentary track day, meaning that Toyota was basically saying, hey, we're going to give you a day on a track in your area if you buy this car. Here is a sample email that a buyer received when they bought the, uh, the Toyota. See right there, it says complimentary track drive from Toyota and then your recent purchase, yada, 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 right? So there was a gentleman named Blake Alvarado and he bought a 2022 Toyota GR86, just like the one in that picture. And he took it to a track because that's the marketing, right? So he took it to a track for a track day. The car ended up with engine failure. So he took it to the dealership uh, to get repairs. Andrew, what happened next? Uh... They discovered they discovered there was a small animal in the engine <laughs> that caused it to happen. Your story is actually better than the truth. Oh man. So, so what happened was the dealership refused to cover the repairs under warranty because he'd taken it to a track, <laughs> even though Toyota encouraged it. Here's a picture of the service document from the dealer. Put that up, Joel. Oh, it's kind of hard to see in the fine print there. That basically talks about what the issue was, but they refused oh to cover it under warranty because he took it to a track. And to make matters worse, the marketing video for the 2023 Toyota GR86, where the hell do you think they're driving the car, Andrew, in the marketing video? Uh, that is amazing, right? So they're they, on a they, track. They yep. let him, they told him, here, go to. Listen, you know what it is? We didn't tell you to use our car. We didn't say use your car. We said, here's your membership to the track. Do whatever you want with it. That right. is, I hope they ended up paying for it. Uh, I think it's, st it's still going on. But here's, here's a clip from the marketing video. Put that up, uh, Joel. Look it. This is the official Toyota marketing video for this car, the GR86. They're on a track. So that's amazing. And on top of that, Toyota's UK website states that track days do not invalidate your warranty. So the UK website says you get your warranty if you're on the track. And there's a little thing right there. What's covered? You're covered for track days. So I, look, I'm not a lawyer, but this sounds like a slam dunk. No, I mean, isn't there like a lot of evidence that would suggest that this guy should get the thing covered under warranty? Yeah, plus some more now. Plus some more now, right? Yeah. Right. He's had apparently over 11,000 bucks on this Man. thing. Wow. You know? It's a brand new car. It's a brand new car. Yeah. I'm trying to see if they ended up. Oh, they will end up fixing it. They they came out and said they will now. Ah. Yeah. After they went viral. Go. After they went viral. You right. Know? Right. Right. Well, here's my question for you. Have you ever been refused any warranty or insurance claim and you thought it was completely wrong for that to happen. Yeah, dude, I have a great story. Uh, I had a 99 Grand Cherokee, okay? Grand Cherokee Limited, fully loaded this car. And I, uh, it was a total lemon. Within like the first 30 days, it was back in the shop like six times. I was in and out of the shop and they refused to do it. They said, there's no problem with the car. The, the car wouldn't run. The mm. car just would just stop. Middle of the highway, you lose power. You know, just, really? it would just turn out. Yeah, it was a, it was a huge problem. So they had the car, the first six months that I had the car, they had the car for five of those. Wow. Wow. And they, they said, we're so sorry. There's nothing we're, we, like we don't see a problem with the car. There's no problem. There's no problem. So finally, I took the mechanic out and uh, I refused to let him leave. I drove for an hour and he's saying, wow. like, no, I got to go back. I'm like, no, you're going to you're going to drive until this thing stops. And it stopped. 
and ah. they turned around. They said, no, we're so sorry. There's nothing wrong with the car. So I, I went through uh, New York State lemon law and ended up having this was like a four year old ordeal to get my money back for the car. Wow. And I wow. ended up getting the money back for the car. I got every penny back for the car. But it was that. But it, same thing. They're like, there's nothing wrong with the car. It, I'm like, it stopped. He goes, yeah, that, that, that maybe could happen sometimes. Are you kidding? So even after the thing stopped, the mechanic even still after, said, yeah, yeah, that could happen. Yeah. And, and it's wow. funny because uh, because it went through, you know, the state, they had to, like, ask people, you know, what's going on. And even even other technicians were like, oh, yeah, when I took it out, it did the same thing, too. But we, you know, it, it, we couldn't figure out. We couldn't diagnose it. It could have just been bad fuel. They kept saying it's bad fuel. I'm like, how much bad fuel could there be in the state? I go to different gas stations every time. But wow. I had the same thing. Yeah, it was a very similar thing. The things I learn when I do this podcast, you know, I get stories every week doing this thing. All right, let's go on to story number four. This was posted on TikTok. So there's a woman named Sapphire Jess, and she says that Great her name. neighbor. You like the name Sapphire Jess? Love it. Love it. Almost sounds like a ring name. Yeah. Know? She says that her neighbor's dog barks from 5 p.m. until 3 a.m. every day. She says she's talked to the owners. They claim the dog is old and they don't feel compelled to stop it from doing what it's doing. So Sapphire Jess decided to take matters into her own hands. Andrew Zarian, what did she do? Uh, she put the dog on Craigslist and sold it. <laughs> Your answers are good to this stuff. They're good. It, it, you know what? It gives you a little peek on how I think. What I would do, maybe. <laughs> well, what she did was she put a speaker on the fence and she played Who Let the Dogs Out for six hours straight <laughs> while the neighbors were sleeping before their night shift. We got the video, Joe. Put that up. Amazing. Six Amazing. hours straight on the fence while the neighbors are trying to sleep. And you know what? I'm, I'm not a I'm not a cop or a lawyer, but aren't there noise laws? Like I thought after 11 p.m. you're supposed to cut it, aren't you? Like you're supposed to try to, to cut it out. I know it's a dog. Maybe it doesn't apply to barking dogs. I don't know. Yeah, depend, I guess on the state or where, what, what country they were in. But uh, that would not happen here in New York. What do you think it, would it, happen if, that, if, if uh, like, let's say your neighbor had a dog barking at three in the morning? Your house would be on fire. Someone would set the house on fire. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, you know, I, I, where, I, where I'm, I am positive. I'm positive. One of my neighbors would probably set the house on fire. Like, it, it's very common. Like, and then everybody would be like, yeah, listen, you should have put your dog back inside. It's not, it's, yeah. Amazing. It's not, it's not, it's not Jim Dulligan's fault that this happened. <laughs> yeah, so he, like, he had no other choice. Arson but occurred, but you know what? Tough shit. Tough yeah. shit. Should have <laughs> shut the dog up. Yeah. Amazing. Well, my question for you, it kind of just relates to what we just, what we just talked about, but you said, you know, what people might do. What would you do if your neighbor's dog barked all night and they refused to do anything about it? I would set the house on fire. <laughs> you really would? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> take the gas and be like, listen, guys, I got to do it. It's part of the rule. <laughs> this dog's been barking. Sayonara. Wouldn't even think twice about it. No, that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Amazing. Amazing. You're in New York, you said, right? I'm in New York. Yeah, I'm in okay, Queens. Okay. Okay. A lot right. a lot of a lot of dogs barking here and a lot of consequences for it here too. A lot of fires apparently. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> All right, let's go to story number 3 reported by the Daily Hive. That was awesome. So there's a high fashion brand called uh, Balenciaga. Yes. And this brand has gone viral in the past for selling stupidly expensive shit. Uh, for example, they had a coffee cup for 110 bucks US. Do you have the picture of that, Joel? There you go, 110 bucks US for that. They had a pair of destroyed sneakers for around 1,700 US dollars. You got that one, Joel? 
$1,700 US dollars for that thing. Well, Balenciaga just went viral again for all the wrong reasons. Uh, after debuting their 2022 winter collection, Andrew, what was the big debut this time around? See, I know the answer to this one. You know this one? I do, yes. I know the answer. And uh, they are, you want me to, you want me to spoil yeah. it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they have designed a beautiful bag, a carry on, a carry bag. That's a, a trash bag for a couple grand, for like three grand. It's about 1790 bucks. 1700 bucks. You know what? Kind of reasonable in pricing. I'm surprised. It's a you little underpriced so? for them. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, underpriced. They should have sold it for three, three grand and they would have sold a ton of this. Amazing. Well, you're right. They debuted a garbage bag for about 1800 US dollars. We got a bunch of pictures of it, Joel. Put the pictures up back to back. So they call it the trash pouch. Beautiful. It's, <laughs> it's made from calfskin leather that's coated to give it an irregular gloss that replicates an actual garbage bag. Oh my you, God. you can get it in four colors, black, white, blue, and yellow. And of course, it's got a drawstring. Of course it does, because they want it to look like, like a hefty bag or something. Like, seriously... Who is buying this shit? Who's buying the coffee cup for $110? Here Who's buying the destroyed sneakers? Awesome. And I bet you that one did not cost you $1,700. Here it is. This is it. This doesn't is have it. a drawstring on it doesn't either. have a drawstring. No, no, that's why it's not $1,700. It's the drawstring that you're obviously paying that's, for. That's the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're selling this shit? Are people actually buying this shit? I'm going to tell you they're going to sell out every single piece. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Of the garbage yeah. bag. Yeah, they will sell out every. It's hot. Balenciaga's in the dumbest things they make. It looks ridiculous. What's the allure? Like, why would you want to? It doesn't even look convenient to carry that thing around. You know what I mean? Yeah, you have something that somebody else doesn't. Yeah, and listen, man. You know, we're economy's not so great, right? The world is not doing so great. But it is amazing to me that there is still a market in this world. Like, no matter how bad things are, right? And this is how I gauge it. Is it how bad is it? Is it really that bad? And someone will say, well, yeah, obviously. I'm like, Balenciaga is selling a trash bag for three uh, for $1,700 and people are buying it. It yeah. can't be that bad. It, people will buy stupid crap constantly. It, it, it is amazing. To, I have no doubt. Remember those Supreme shirts? That they were, that like, it's still a thing. Supreme is a brand. Okay. People were paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a t-shirt, just a plain t-shirt that said Supreme on it. Right, right. Man, you can just People, get a knockoff for, for 20 bucks. Buy a knockoff. Call it a day. Nobody's going to look. Yeah. Nobody thinks. Nobody looks at you and be like, well, man, you know, if that if that bag, if that shirt was a knock, it wasn't a knockoff. I want to talk to this guy. You know, he'll go right. far in life. Right, right, right. I don't know, man. I, on any given day, 100 bucks head to toe. That's what I wear. Listen, I mean, that's, I buy, just, that's I, just how I am. I with that said, I am. I am. I, I with my own admission, I buy stupid shit all the time. Do you? I spend way too much money on stupid stuff. Yeah. What's the last stupid thing you bought? I bought a Hermes belt for a thousand dollars. I'm not a fashion. It was a thousand dollars for a belt. It was a thousand dollars for a stupid belt. Yeah. Did you need it that bad? I didn't, but I really like it. Okay. Okay. So are <laughs> you use, are you using it with frequency now? Uh, I'm afraid to use it because I don't want to. I don't, <laughs> don't want you know because like you dress up and you're wearing it. You know, yeah. people. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to wear it out. It's it's a nice. It's. It's a nice belt. <laughs> so it looks good in your closet. I buy shoes. I'm really into shoes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I spend money on ridiculous things constantly, but uh, not not a trash bag. I'm not buying a, a Balenciaga buying a trash, trash bag. bag. I thought about it, though. Well, here's a question for you. Now, I, one question that I was going to ask you is, have you ever bought any overpriced silly shit? And you just kind of answered it. Oh, really? Here's, 
Here's another question. Do you have any memorable mishaps in any way related to taking out the trash? Oh, that's great. Uh, you know what? I live in New York City, but I, I live across a park. So we get a lot of possums and raccoons and, and, and all the all the park creatures in the city. Yep. Uh and there have been moments that I've gone out and I've opened that lid, the trash lid, and there's a whole family living in that in that garbage can. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, there's been those surprises. Interesting. Hopefully no rabies. No, no rabies, uh, as, as far as I know. Okay, good, 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 good. No raccoon attacks going on in the park across the street. No, but day. I got to tell you, sometimes, sometimes you know, I, I partake a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. puff, puff. And uh, I'll go out, I'll look in my backyard and all of a sudden I'll see like, there's like the, the raccoons are hanging out with the possums and the alley cats and they're just having like tea together. It's an unbelievable sight to see. Really? It's unbelievable. Another unbelievable sight is that my lights keep on going out for some reason. I have no <laughs> idea why. Well, obviously Stranger Things is happening where you are. Stranger Things is yeah. happening. It's really weird, but I, I guess I'm just going to have to deal with it. We'll keep on going. Let's go to story number two reported by the smoking gun. These people, man, these people. So I didn't know this. Maybe you know this. There is a law, at least in the state of Florida, because, you know, most of the crazy shit happens in Florida. There's a law that bars criminals from electronic uh, communication, criminal gang members. Okay. Bars them from electronic communication. And no texting. 20, I, I'll, I'm, all it says is electronic communication. So there's a 26-year-old man from Florida. His name is Tito Bernie, and he's a member of the St. Petersburg Auburn Park crew. So he's, it's a gang in Florida, and he found out about this law the hard way uh, that bars criminals, uh, uh, gangs from electronic communication. Andrew, how did he find out the hard way about this law? He was sexting a police officer that happened to know who he was. Interesting. He made a homemade rap video, and he put it on YouTube. That's literally <laughs> all he did. Joel, put up a clip from the video. I'm not, I'm going to talk over this. We're not going to have any audio. So the song is called ain't ducking no wreck. Yeah, it me was either. posted. It was posted in mid February. Police allege that the song contains lyrics that are being utilized to benefit, promote, or further the interests of the Auburn park gang and intimidate or harass other persons. And so as a result of that, they apprehended him on a rap video count. I didn't know this existed, but he got charged on one count for posting a gang-related rap video. And when they got him, he had to be carrying a stolen Beretta handgun. <laughs> so they were able to get him on charges for that too. So he's locked up. There's a bunch of felonies being thrown at him. But it all started because he posted a homemade rap video on YouTube. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. I've heard of copyright strikes. I've never heard of, ah, oh, that's gang activity. That's a, that's a count. That's a rap count. Yeah, I... Uh... Can you, I mean, like sometimes maybe like less is more, right? Like I get he wants to be a rapper, right? I get it. But, you know, you're already, you're already told not to do it. But if, you know, if you're, if you're a upstanding person, you would kind of understand the point. Cr criminals are dumb. Very dumb. They are. Yes, they are. Really yes, dumb. They are. If they weren't dumb, they wouldn't be criminals. So uh, <laughs> that's amazing. I love, I, you know what? I get such a kick out of those stories. I really do. Like the uh, idiocy, you know, the, the. Like the self-sabotage almost. Yeah. And the thing is, okay, fine. So you want to be a rapper. That's fine. Do you have to have like, you know, the the hand signs, the guns, uh, all of the, you know, mentions yes. and the lyrics, the gang activity? Did you, you have to do that? You know to. what I mean? He had you to know? do it. He didn't have I a mean, choice. He didn't have a choice? It was no, that or nothing. It was that, that or nothing. nothing. Listen, man, 
either we're going to shoot this video this way or sorry, we can't do it. <laughs> we're not we need the it. hand signs. We need the guns. We need all of it. <laughs> we need the self self uh, implication in crimes. We need that right. also. Right, right, right. Well, let me ask you this question. If you were going to upload a video of yourself performing any song, what would it be? Maybe Bleeding by Soul on Fire? Oh, that's a great one. Bleeding by Soul on Fire. That's a deep dive right there. Actually, the, the bassist of Soul on Fire is my daughter's godfather now. Interesting. Well, yeah. I saw the video on your channel from like 13 years ago. 13 years ago. That was in yeah. my living room. That was my awesome. original studio in my living room. Awesome. Uh, awesome. If I had to perform uh, a song to post on the internet, what would it be? You know what? I think that's a great question uh, for Twitter. I'd love to see what Twitter thinks. I'm going to do, uh, you could call me out, uh, call me out by, um, yeah, Chevy Chase was in it, uh, with, uh, uh God, why, why is my, uh, Paul Simon and Chevy know, Chase I, call me out. I know the song. I've, I remember the video. I remember the video. For yeah. That. Fantastic yeah. video. Interesting. That was the one you'd perform. That was, that's the one I would perform. Have you seen, this has given me a great idea. By the have way, Paul Simon, seen... good boy from Queens, New York too. Great boy from Queens, New York. There you go. There you go. Have you seen, uh, Paul Rudd was on the tonight show and he did the King of wishful thinking, you know, the, the song from pretty woman, I think it was. Yeah. 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 He did that video and he did it with, uh, with Jimmy Fallon and they did it identical to the original video. Like they, they, they made it identical. And so somebody on YouTube put the original and their side by side. So you can see how, how, uh, how close oh, it was. Wow. I would love for you to do the video just like the Chevy Chase, Paul Simon one. And then we can put them side by side on YouTube. That'd be amazing. You know what? Only if we could put it on Fightful Select is breaking news. <laughs> Only oh. if we could do it that way. <laughs> I'm going to isolate this clip. I'm sending it to Sean Ross. Oh, no. You know what? That's a man that follows through with everything. Absolutely. He doesn't half-ass stuff. So if, if you send it to him, he'll probably get me to do it. It'll get done. It'll get done. And now this gives me something to look forward to, like another project for the rest of the year. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, we're it's time for story number one already. This is fun, man. I could do like 10 Me more too, of these man. with you. So it's time for story number one. This is reported by the Art Newspaper. This one's good, too. So there's an artist named Anthony Gormley, and he plans to install a sculpture at the Imperial College in London as part of a redevelopment of the campus. You know, they're putting some work into the campus, and you want to yeah. get some art in there. So diagrams of the proposed sculpture went public. Yes, and it's it caused it's caused concern with the school students, and some of them are trying to prevent it from being installed. Why are some students trying to prevent this sculpture from being installed at the college? It looks like a giant man with his dingus out. That's why. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. We <laughs> we have a picture of it, Joel. Put it up. So the sculpture is called Alert. It is a six meter high stack of steel blocks meant to resemble a squatting human figure. The concern, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> the concern, obviously, is that it could be misinterpreted to look like a person with an erect penis rather than a squatting person. Now, what Joel just put up right there on the <laughs> left is the illustration of what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So that's how it's supposed to be a squatting person. You see the legs squatting and the torso and the arms on the right is what they're afraid. It's going to be misinterpreted as instead of legs, it might be a giant dick. And that is the concern. And I'm not going to lie. Like before I even saw the, the illustration showing you what it's supposed to be. When I saw the first picture, I immediately thought that doesn't look like a squatting person. You know, you know what I'm saying? I so when I read the story, I was like, oh man, these 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 kids are soft. 
what are they complaining because it looks like a penis? <laughs> like, look, what are the, what's going on? Like, are we going to complain about everything? And then you actually see that diagram, right? The the illustration. You're like, oh, okay, it does look like a dick. It is a it, man with an erect penis. <laughs> you know, I mean, I've I seen, look at it I've like seen this. crazier art installations than that. You oh, know? 100%, 100%. And I look at it like this. That dick could double as a bench. It you can, I mean? yeah. Like maybe people can sit and they can rest on the penis. Listen, it's not, not I, the you worst need... thing in the world. It could provide shade. You could get penis shade. Suitable seating you know? in, in, yeah. in public <laughs> parks is a problem. And, and I think that could serve the need for it. I think it could, yeah. So let me ask you, if you were going to that school uh, and you saw that proposal, would you have an issue with uh, with the – like let's say that you're bringing your parents to campus. Yeah. Do you think that – you know, w- would you be thinking, okay, we're going to avoid this area because I don't want my mom to see this? I, I, or I think it's like, not phallic nah. enough. I think it's not, not phallic, phallic enough. enough. No, I, I, more, we need more. <laughs> we need more dicks all over campus. I mean, uh, isn't it – that that'll solve a lot of the problems we need we need it's not phallic enough for me i think the top needs to be more more like a penis i think the right. arms add some arms you know interesting interesting so you want a series of uh of dick sculptures i, I want that, all it, over imperial college all over imperial college just you know what someone should start doing that wow wow interesting interesting i mean hell i mean if, if maybe i don't know if they have issues with with getting people enrolled <laughs> in school but if that goes viral and like Imperial College gets all this free marketing, like that could up their enrollment number. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as bad press. Right, right. Yeah. Controversy creates cash. Controversy, I heard that somewhere. Yeah, man once said that. <laughs> uh, I think it's hysterical. But you know what, though? Like, I don't have enough time in my day to be concerned with the penis on, on campus, right? Like, I, we were, I was a shithead in college. We all were. Yep. You know? Like if we saw that, we would laugh about it. We wouldn't. We wouldn't even. We wouldn't file a complaint. But I guess somebody does eventually, right? Somebody complains. You know something? When I went to college, Chris Rock came and did a live performance once, <clears throat> and it was an outdoor thing, and everybody's like kind of sitting in the grass for this performance. And Chris Rock, you know, he he was kind of vulgar with some of his jokes, whatever. Somebody, while we're still there, we haven't even left the show yet. Somebody was passing around a clipboard. Because they were trying to start a petition to get Chris Rock banned from the school. Why? At, because they were offended oh, by the jokes. It's and common. when I when I saw the clipboard, I literally looked at them and I said, "Are you serious?" And I just like like kind of gave it back to them because how? Okay, first off, unless you don't know who Chris Rock is, how do you not go into it prepared for what's going to happen anyway for the content? Right. I don't. But think that's, maybe they didn't that's, know. But that's how do you get that offended? Did, did they have a clipboard in their backpack ready to go in case what they saw was offensive so they could like make it into a petition and get signatures real quick? I, I you know, I, I never get that thing. Like, I'm not. I don't get offended by much. It takes a lot. I'm with like, you. you be, I'm with you. You got to you know, especially with me, like you can insult me all you want. Like, I, I get it on Twitter all the time. Right. But I'm like, I don't get offended. Like, unless you're being like outright racist or or like outright transphobic homophobic whatever you know if you're just being an outright asshole right i don't i i I don't like that there's no play i don't have a place for that in my life but if you're doing comedy and it's part of your set and you know it's not hard you're not harming anybody you're you're analyzing you're making jokes whatever what the hell's the problem like it doesn't matter Uh, it's if it's not for you it's not for you that's how i see it there's a lot of comedy out there that it's not for me and you know what i don't sit there and write letters complaining about it i I just say this comedy is not for me it is, it, it's not, I'm not into it. All right. Whoever's into it, enjoy it. Sure. And same thing with the dick sculpture. If my school same wanted thing. to get the dick sculpture, I'd be like, all right, 
No, no, I no. I have a problem with that. That I have. Oh, I need you more. do? I need more. Oh, you need more. <laughs> One is not enough. <laughs> One's not enough. One's not enough. So you would literally start a petition and the petition would be about, you can't stop that one. No, I would go to the dean of students. I would it's almost like straight. a bag of potato chips. You know, but you, you know what, though? One. What's the appropriate number? That's the question. Obviously, one is not appropriate. We need more than one. But what's like between one and eight? You <laughs> eight, know, like, eight, eight of them, really? Yeah, key, key positioning on campus. Amazing. Well, this has gone by too quick. And so uh, I'm definitely going to have you on again. I want to thank uh, Andrew Zarian. Tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Uh, you can find me all over the place. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew Zarian on Twitter. Uh, I do the Wrestling Observer live show every Sunday. I do a show called Matt Men. You can follow us, Matt Men Podcast, on YouTube or everywhere podcasts are available. And I do another show called We're Live Pal on Tuesdays. So uh, I'm, I'm, I told you we were talking before. All I'm doing now is pro wrestling stuff. It's fantastic. I'm loving it. Awesome. Well, that's going to do it for KYN tonight. Uh, once again, Andrew, thanks for joining us, man. This was a lot of fun. We got to do this again. Absolutely. Anytime. You let me know.